0: Is it moving? Yeah. Yeah, okay, thanks. Okay, Uh, it is a truism that national education systems and the various actors within them generally seek to achieve a balance between serving local needs and maintaining their own cultural identities and looking outward and embracing international cross cultural engagement. This is particularly evident in higher education where universities and other HEIs participate in academic and research networks, student and faculty exchange programs, the recruitment of international learners, the delivery of joint programs with international partners, and other forms of transnational educational activity. It is not always appreciated that internationalism also permeates education policy making and percolates to the government departments and agencies responsible for its development and implementation. QQI is no exception to this. The 10th anniversary of the organization is a timely opportunity to reflect and take stock of its international engagement and to consider its future trajectory. The importance of the international dimension to QQI's work was recognized in the legislation that established the agency in 2012. QQI's statutory and functions, include the requirement to cooperate with international bodies on qualifications and quality assurance policies and their implementation. QQI is also obliged to inform itself of practices outside the state in respect of matters relevant to its statutory functions. On foot of these functions, QQI has a long established network of connections in Europe and further afield, and a strong expertise and policy related to its core functions. These are valued by national and international stakeholders alike. QQI's links with QA and regulatory bodies are strong and extensive. They are established and maintained through its membership of network organizations and through formal and informal bilateral engagements. And we we have colleagues here that that, that we uh, in in terms of representative of both the memberships and and the the, uh, bilateral engagements uh, through ENQA and and QAA. The value of such engagements is that they ensure that QQI is kept abreast of emerging international policy and practice developments. And you can see uh, behind me on the screen a list of the the various bodies, and that's just a, a selection. I suppose the key thing here is that the The influence of global thinking and international exemplars on current policy and practice areas is self-evident and necessary, and includes a number of policy and practice areas that are being featured in this conference throughout the two days, or are the subject of intense local interest. They include areas such as the emerging debate on the future of quality assurance, and we heard some of the teams coming in through that from from, uh, Goran. There's also the question of how quality assurance might or should operate in the context of the European Universities initiative, including the degree awarding arrangements. Then there's a subject close to my heart, the development of codes of practice for international education. The relationship then of these codes with the quality assurance of transnational education and online provision. And again, we heard some some discussion about that earlier. A big topic, again today, which will be featured with the launch of the Global Academic Integrity Network is, of course, academic integrity. And we also have a great interest, too, locally in the area of micro-credentials. And all of these are, of course, informed by by global thinking and and, uh, practice. Mention of micro-credentials. And QQI's interest in international practice in this area reminds us that QQI is the National Qualifications Authority, as well as being the National Quality Assurance Agency for Tertiary Education. In terms of qualifications, QQI has the roles of maintaining Ireland's national framework of qualifications and facilitating the recognition of international awards in Ireland and the recognition of international sorry, of Irish awards internationally. Like its engagements on quality assurance, these two have a very pronounced international dimension. In terms of the NFQ, a key QQI international engagement over the past decade has been its continued support for and participation in the development of the regional or meta-qualifications frameworks. These, of course, are supranational processes that encourage and strengthen the level-to-level articulation of national qualification systems, or national frameworks. Europe has led the way with two well-established regional qualifications frameworks, which share the aim of supporting lifelong learning and skills mobility by improving the transparency, comparability, and portability of qualifications. And Ian, of course, has, has alluded to the, the, the fact that these instruments are still there and still operating. And you know we need to continue to make use of them. The two European frameworks are, of course, the Framework for Qualifications of the European Higher Education Area and the European Qualifications Framework for Lifelong Learning. Work on the maintenance and practical application of these regional frameworks is ongoing, and QQI remains an active player in this work at the European level. For example, QQI is the designated national contact point for the EQF and represents Ireland on the EQF advisory group which guides and monitors implementation of the revised EQF recommendation of 2017. How this works through on the ground in Ireland was evident relatively recently in 2020 when under the aegis of QQI, Ireland re-referenced and self-certified the compatibility of the Irish NFQ to the European frameworks. The updated re-referencing enabled Ireland to reflect changes in our qualifications and broader education and training system since 2012 and to communicate those changes to our European partners and the wider world. Very much linked to this work on the NFQ and regional frameworks is QQI's role in relation to the recognition of international qualifications in Ireland. As a signatory to the Lisbon Recognition Convention, the main legal instrument on the recognition of qualifications in Europe, Ireland is committed to ensuring qualifications are assessed in a fair manner and in a reasonable timeframe. QQI operates the National Academic Recognition Information Centre, NARIC, at the behest of the Department of Further and Higher Education, both as a vehicle to assist LRC implementation in Ireland and in direct fulfilments of QQI's own qualification recognition roles. NARIC operates an advisory service on the recognition of foreign qualifications in Ireland, both to individuals and education providers and other stakeholders. As the NARIC Centre in Ireland, QQI is a member of the international ENIC and NARIC networks. These networks play a key role in disseminating information and qualification systems worldwide. And I suppose really came into the role most recently with the uh, work that Ian alluded to on, on, on Ukraine. Uh, our, our, the, the, the team in NARIC Ireland, led by Andrina Wafer, uh, they, they actually we're able to draw on their links in the NARIC networks and the informed international practice in this arena to produce a very uh, a, a, an important and, and valuable rough guide to Ukrainian qualifications to help the Irish system understand the qualifications possessed by displaced Ukrainian citizens. This work also feeds through to the work of QQI as the host of the National Europass Center. Europass is a suite of tools to improve mobility of learners and workers in Europe. The Centre is responsible for promoting the tools in Ireland and also contributes to the work, sorry, to the network of European centres. As Parikh Walter, CEO, indicated earlier, QQI is continually re-examining the manner in which it fulfills its international roles. In late 2021, the organisation established a new development directorate, which will place a strong focus on the international education dimension of QQI's work. Within the directorate, a new new international education unit headed by Mary Grennan has been established to develop a coherent and strategic approach in the medium term to qualifications and QA matters pertaining to the education of international students in Ireland and also in relation to Irish NFQ awards offered outside the state through transnational education and remote fully online provision. In the short term, the overriding focus of the unit will be on the development and implementation of the international education mark for the English language education and higher higher education sectors. The new directorate also houses the NARIC service and the aim is to build a strong, strategic and mutually reinforcing bond between NARIC and the International Education Unit, which we hope will be a benefit to learners and providers into the future. The IEM, this is the major new initiative that you will see from the International Education Unit in the upcoming period and throughout 2023. The aim of the IEM is to promote public confidence nationally and internationally in the quality of English language education and higher education in Ireland through ensuring that international learners enrolled in HE and ELE programs are protected and receive a quality and consistent learning experience. The IAM is part of a suite of enhanced or new quality assurance and regulatory measures introduced in new legislation in 2019. Um, And we have a poster on the IAM out in the lobby. It'll be there for the next two days. So uh, Mary and and colleagues from the International Education Unit and uh, hopefully myself as well, we'll we'll be there if anyone wants to field questions on it. The development and implementation of the IAM is now proceeding at some pace. A suite of new policy documents, including codes of practice for ELE and HE providers, will go out for public consultation before the end of this month. And we would appeal to our partners to provide feedback to us during the consultation to ensure that the policies and codes are effective and fit for purpose. Parallel work on branding for the IAM is also underway. The emerging concept, concept for the brand centers around the idea of trust, and more specifically, the idea of the trusted education provider. This is still very much work in progress. A marketing company is working on the logo as we speak, and we have to uh, test further test the, 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 the term there. But trust Ireland isn't a, a, a concept that we were working with. We are also collaborating with Enterprise Ireland to ensure that coherence with the education in Ireland brand is is in evidence, and to consider how best to promote the two brands in tandem in the future. We'll be back to you to consult and provide more information on the IAM brand as the concept and design are further developed. All going well, we aim to open the IAM application portal for providers in late quarter one or early quarter two, 2023, and to authorize the use of the IAM by providers before the end of next year. In conclusion then, I would like to reiterate the fact that the international dimension of QQI's functions has been an integral part of their development over the past decade. As we move into a new era, which our national system of tertiary education is underpinned by a new international education research innovation strategy. And our international offering is in higher education and English language education is strengthened by a new quality assurance and regulatory tool it is clear that the international dimension will continue to inform the policy and practice of QQI over the next 10 years, particularly given the very many great challenges we face that have been alluded to throughout the day. Thank you.
1: Thank you, thank you all. We've had wonderful speakers. and Unfortunately, we don't have time to ask them questions. What I'm going to do is reflect on some of the wonderful questions that have come in and then shortly you're going to be um, uh, left to lunch and you can seek them out or talk among yourselves. So one of the questions had to do with uh, inclusivity in international higher education for students with disadvantages or disabilities, and I think that's a topic that works well around the world. Um, Another is a plea for some common definitions um, that will help international agencies work together, and if you start that, um, please include the U.S., because we could benefit from having those common definitions as well. Um, a, a third good question, and there are many more, is whether COVID-19 was an opportunity for innovation in international education. And finally, um, a question I'd like to hear an answer to, too, and I will seek him out Ian, at lunch. Um, will the new Higher Education Act help Ireland or hinder Ireland in its international um higher education efforts. So please join me in thanking all of our wonderful speakers and wishing we had more time with them.